uh, I'm not that type of dude. I'm a scorer, 100%. I need to face the goal. That's why I'm dangerous. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Lighthearted Podcast. The Lighthearted Podcast, to another episode of the Lighthearted Podcast. We're going to have gamers, we're going to have athletes, we're going to have businessmen, businesswomen. A couple moments, I would say, like tangible moments that probably was, you know, really impactful, like to me as a child. Man, and then nobody ever talked about it. So it was like, I never said nothing, but you know, I'm lighthearted. You know, just give y'all the exclusive piece of the truth, man. man. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Lighthearted Podcast. I'm your co-host, Matt Hillman, and uh, I'm doing this intro without my other co-host, Josh Hart. Um, he wishes he could be here, but unfortunately, he's uh, he's a little busy, and he's, uh, you know, he's in season, so we got we to gotta give him a little bit of a break. He wishes, like I say, wishes he could be here. Uh, but again, welcome. If you're new here... Uh, this is the Lighthearted Podcast, an interview series where we bring on top performers in sports, entertainment, tech, media, music, entertainment, business, all that. Um, we talk about their journey, their upbringing, what makes them great, um, so on and so forth. And we do a little bit of a of a intro in the beginning of every episode before the interview with with just Josh and I. Um, you know, today I'm obviously obviously doing it solo, but. Uh, we got a great, you know, great episode in store for you. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Julia Okafor. Um, and I think one of the coolest things about our podcast is that it's sponsored by Venmo. Uh, incredible sponsor. Uh, and we give away $1,000 every week. So if you're new here, the way that you enter is all you have to do is follow Lighthearted on social media, follow Venmo on social media. Uh, and make sure that you add lighthearted podcast as a friend on Venmo. Um, and if you do that, you're good. You're entered every week and we will, you know, pick a winner and hopefully that's, hopefully that's you. So, you know, that was, it was, uh, it was important to us to, to do that. So definitely make sure that you guys are, uh, you guys are taking advantage of it. Um, but you know, wanted to just give a couple, a uh, couple life updates before we get into this interview. Um, I'm gonna keep it fairly brief since it's a solo one. Um, but I'm personally happy. I got to stay in town for a week, uh, and not travel, which for me is a rare, a rare occurrence. Um, but, but it was definitely nice to, uh, kind of just knock out a bunch of work before the holidays and so on and so forth. Um, I'm actually headed to uh, San Francisco at the end of this week uh, because the Pelicans play the Warriors. So I'm definitely going to check that out. Um, you know, hopefully it'll be a good game, uh, get a chance to see Josh. Um, and then the team is actually going to Napa um, on Saturday. They play Friday against Golden State. And then um, I believe they are they're in the Bay area for, for the entire weekend. So the team is, is going down to Napa. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, spend a day there and, um, you know, have, have a little bit of wine. And I just love, I love going up to Napa. Josh loves it too. It's a, it's a really, it's really a special place. Um, I mean, you know, hopefully we'll get, go to some wineries, get to meet some winemakers. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a really, really good time. Um, and then I'm actually going to, for the, for the holidays, I'm going to Europe with a friend, one of my really good friends from college for me, you know, being, being sort of like a business owner. And I don't know why I said sort of like being a business owner, there's always more to do. Um, I'm never able to fully unplug and I've sort of come to terms with that. Um, but the closest thing that I think I'll ever have to any sort of um, quiet time or down moment would be the time between, you know, Christmas and New Year's because a lot of our clients are just kind of out of the office. Um, so I like to take a trip during that period of time. Um, so I'm doing London and Paris this year, which I'm, I'm really, really excited for. Um, I've been to London. I've never been to Paris. Um, so that should be dope. We're actually uh, going to the uh, Chelsea Arsenal game. Uh, on the 29th, which is going to be, it's going to be nuts. It's at Arsenal. Um, I'm super pumped. I know, I know Josh is jealous cause he's a diehard Chelsea fan as you guys know, but, uh, but now that should be, that should be really cool. I'm excited for that. 
Um, what else have I been up to? Um, you know, it's the end of the year, so we got tax planning stuff, which nobody enjoys or wants to do, but you just kind of, you got to do it for anyone out there who's, who has a business or anything like that. Um, you know, we're just trying to close out the books, um, you know, do all, all, all of our reporting for the year, uh, you know, run through where we, you know, what we did as a company versus like our projections and stuff like that. So the end of the year is always a great time to just reflect on, you know, the, what, you know, what you've done pretty much the, you know, the, the year leading, you know, throughout the year, um, from a financial standpoint and, and just from a, from a business standpoint. So we're definitely using it, you know, using it for that. Um, but all is, uh, you know, all is well staying really busy and, uh, and, and having fun. So those are the, you know, the, the main sort of life updates from my end. Um, I wish Josh was here to give you guys some updates from his end. I know the man is getting a dog, uh, very, very, very soon. I know that, um, he, we've talked about it on the show, but I think it's happening like within the, within like the next week or two. He's either got it picked out or he's like deciding between, between two dogs. Um, so definitely stay on the lookout on his social media because you may or may not see a new member of, of the Hart family pretty soon. Um, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little jealous. I'm kind of getting puppy fever, even though I, I, there was just absolutely no way I could, I could ever get another dog. But anyway, um, so I want to get into some heart to heart. Um, let's see. Sean Blork, he wants to know, boys, really Shake Shack over in and out yeah, maybe it's because we're East Coasters and we're not like born and raised in LA. People in LA obviously love In-N-Out. People on the West Coast in general. But um, I feel like it's just kind of, I feel like it's it's a little overhyped. I feel like it's one of those regional, you know, chains that everybody who is from there loves it. And everyone who's, you know, I know a bunch of people who are not from LA who love it, but yeah, I think I think it's a little overrated. I think it's I think its reputation kind of precedes it. Um, Shake Shack is incredible, really, really, really good. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a but I'm also a, a, a diehard you know Shake Shack fan. I get I get their chicken shack, and I think that it's better than pretty much anything else out there. So, Sonia Erdenabatar. I don't really know how to pronounce that last name. Sorry about that, Sonia. Uh, what is the best restaurant you've been to in New Orleans? I speak for both Josh and I when I say that we uh, we tried a new restaurant, I want to say two weeks ago, maybe last, not this past, last weekend, yeah, I think. Um, anyway, it was called Costera on Britannia. Spanish spot, really, 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 really good. Like, really good. Um Spanish, like from Spain, um, you should definitely try it. Our minds were blown. That that's actually that's definitely you know my favorite restaurant I've I've been to down there so far. Um, Greg Dwork wants are you guys hiring? You know what, Greg? For you, we can be. Shoot, shoot, uh, shoot me an email. Shoot me an email. Actually, I'm trying to think. I don't want to give my email out on the pod. Um, f- find me on social media. You know, you know where to find me. Definitely. And then, and then DM me and we'll go from there for sure. That's it for heart to heart. Just for those of you who are new, um, if you want to get a question answered, just, uh, make sure you add us on Venmo, send us a penny, ask your question in the payment note, and we will answer on the, on the show. All of the, all of the, uh, the, the pennies will, will go to charity. So no worries on that. Um, looking forward to, you know, answering, answering some more of your guys's questions as the year, you know, kind of winds down. Um, I want to get into our winner for the week. I want to get into the winner. Um, again, for those of you guys who are new here, we give away money every week. Um, you could be a winner. So without further ado, uh, the winner of this week's Venmo $1,000 giveaway is Zoe Stanley. 
congratulations to Zoe Stanley. Of course, since Josh isn't here, I got an easy name, an easy, uh, name to pronounce. Um, but Zoe, congrats. Uh, if you are listening to this, make sure, uh, well, you'll be getting a Venmo, but, um, we'll be reaching out with, with details. Um, so just hang tight. Um, congratulations. Hope you get something nice with it. Um, and without further ado, we have the Each One More episode coming up. Uh, this was the second time I had met Each One, I think. Um, him and Josh are really close. It's like one of Josh's best friends on the team. So um, super easy, natural interview. Uh, was, you know, excited for you guys to listen. Uh, really outgoing guy. You know, super nice. Um, as just, you know was a great time. Honestly, we did this one remote. So I was in LA on FaceTime while him and Josh were, uh, we're at, we're at Josh's house in New Orleans. I was, you know, a little jealous. I wish I could have been there, but, uh, but yeah, no, we had a blast, a blast interviewing him. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very easy to see why him and Josh are so close. He's, he's a hilarious guy. So, uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Um, as always, you know, give us suggestions, questions, comments, concerns, all of the above. You love it. You hate it. All good. Um, you know where to find us on social media, all of that. Um, yeah, reach out. Don't hesitate. Uh, want you guys to feel like you're, you're a part of this as well. So um, without further ado, uh, the Eat One More episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lighthearted Podcast presented by Venmo. I am your host, Josh Hart. Um, my my co-host and, and brother is uh, on the line, uh, you know, with us right now. In spirit. Um, in spirit. And then we got uh, my new vet of the, you know, New Orleans Pelicans, Etoine Moore, with us today. So What's appreciate you coming on, my good brother. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Tell them, man, your favorite team, mate, man. Let them know. <laughs> hey, man, that, Let this was like the this was like the, fir- <laughs> the first uh, the first teammate that was, that I kind of like like you know started clicking with. Obviously, like Drew hit me up. Um, you know, I talked to John a little bit in the summer, and obviously, you know, Bi and Zoe, I've been known you know known them for the last several years. But then you know we got down there, we started you know just chatting up, kicking it. You know, he came over, we had some lobster tacos, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> by Chef Tasha. Uh, good. You be drinking, drink some wine and stuff. So you know, yeah, we be kicking it. Times. Hey, yeah, it's about bonding. You got to bond off the court too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Josh, last time I was last time I was down there, I remember Twan came over and you were helping get his get his wine collection right. You gave him like six bottles. Yeah, I gave him a couple, bro. I'm gonna have to give him a couple more since he's oh, yeah. here today. Oh man. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a beginner. Yeah. I'm, um, you know, I need some of his expertise. He, he really he, <laughs> he got me. What was the one you really liked? You were like, uh, it was a Duckhorn one. Duckhorn, the discussion. The discussion. Duckhorn. That might have yeah. been my uh, favorite wine so far. I'm like, so, yeah. We're going to, uh, let's go. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm give you a bottle or two today, man. You're going to let me know how you think, what you think about it. Okay, them. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know. Yeah, man. I mean, actually, he, he had the discussion. I actually had two bottles of it. So I, and I haven't, I didn't, didn't drink any of them. So then I gave him one day. He was like, yeah, well, man, this thing is good, man. You know, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to try it. I tried it. I was like, oh, damn, the thing is good now. Yeah, so I'm telling everybody if I come on wine here, wine knows it's Josh Hart for it. So yeah, it's my fault. When everybody, <laughs> Twan, don't, don't. We're, we're in the presence of a true, of a true connoisseur. And that's that's why I'm happy. She's about my girlfriend's about to move down here, so I can like, I can actually drink wine. You know, when I'm just chilling at the crib having dinner, like, right. I don't like I can like open a bottle and drink it with somebody. I don't have to like sit down because like if I just sit down and I just drink like a. If I open like a nicer bottle, right? And now, luckily, I got like a wine preserver, and I have a Corvette now. But it's like if I wanted like a couple glasses and then open a bottle, like I'd feel pressured, right? Like, dang, I gotta finish this bottle because yeah, like I might have a game in like two days, and then like a game like you know, you know, might be a back to back. I'm like, dang, so this wine is gonna go to waste. So I'm like, I gotta. And so I'm sitting there drinking a bottle of wine by myself. Like now, I got a reason to actually like drink wine. I don't oh, man, feel it's that okay, bad. man. Just invite me um, over more yeah, often, man. So, <laughs> man, we drink it, man. some wine. Hey, don't worry about yeah, it. Don't go to wait. Cook, man. Come <laughs> on. Like, we'll get it popping. We're going to have, you know. Throw me on FaceTime. ain't scared of the new dog. Yeah, throw you on FaceTime. Chop it up per usual, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, it's good. It's a wine good for the soul. Exactly. 
That's a wine, a glass of wine a day. Keep the doctor away. That's what they say. Speaking of wine, um, speaking of wine, you guys are headed to Napa, right? Yes, sir. Yes. That'll be fun. So, yeah, that should that should be sweet. I never been to um, a winery in Napa, and I know I heard a lot of great things about it. So I can't I can't wait to experience that. Man, that should be real cool. It's gonna be one of the best. I tell you, that's like one of my best like vacation spots ever. Is Napa? I guess it's just. Yeah, it's so relaxing. Like the views are beautiful, et cetera. But it's like there, there's like alcoholism or like anything right. like that. Like there's not, none of that exists in Napa because <laughs> like people, like you have like a wine tasting. Or like people would wake up and be like, oh, you know, have like breakfast right, wine. Right, I'm, right, like, right. I'm like, yo, what the hell is a breakfast wine? Oh, so they have like breakfast wine. Then you like you have wineries. Like you have a visit at like eleven. So you just you got wake excuses up. to drink all the time. Yeah, okay. So it, it, it's I won't just feel bad. It's fun. <laughs> Everybody in Napa is like is is just so so nice. They're so welcoming and all that. Yeah, so all they do is uh, eat and drink. Don't like it all day. Oh, and the food there is crazy yeah? too. They oh, got man. five. They got like three star Michelin restaurants there. Um, like bro, it's like you see, like you're after we go, like you have to go like one day in the like for a couple of days in the summer, right? Where when like all the grapes are on the leaves and all that and do all that, it, it's crazy. Oh man, I might even give me a house in Napa. Tell them move. Watch hey, out. I'm Get trying, out the way. I'm, 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 hey, trust me, man. I'm a. Hopefully Eat, after this summer I'll be able to. But um, kind of kind of jumping into kind of talk about. So you're from Chicago, Illinois. So no, you're from there's a, there's a, a geographic. No, we got to figure this Chicago, out. Chicago, Indiana. Yeah, Chicago, yep. Indiana. So, yep. I, yeah. so well, can you break down Chicago? Can you yeah, break down that like, geographical down difference that. for us? Yeah, yeah, I break it down because uh, people ask me all the time. They get confused. Um, as a kid, it was confusing to me. I don't know where you from, East Chicago. That's just all I knew. But um, so it's East Chicago, Indiana. Technically, it's on the border of Indiana, and, um, basically like south side of Chicago. Uh, there's technically no east side of Chicago because the lake is right there. Lake Michigan is the east, so you got north, west, and south. And so the east is on the Indiana border because Indiana is like almost the other side of the lake. So that's why for East Chicago, um, I know uh, it's all pretty similar, you know, from the south side, you know, to East Chicago. Um, it's all pretty same um, ground. You know, my favorite team growing up was the Bulls. Favorite player was Jordan, of course, the 90s. Uh, favorite team, the Bears, you know, so. Um, no, it's definitely got all the Chicago influence. So it's one yeah, like uh, a lot of people, you know, wherever they're from, they kind of argue that their area breeds like the best basketball products. Do you like, do you rep Chicago or, or Indiana in that sense? Um, a little bit of, a little bit of both. I mean, it's unique where I'm from, technically where I'm from in East Chicago, Indiana, we had a lot of talent that way just ourselves. Um, you know, a lot of guys, uh, from that area, uh, only other guy or from that area right now is probably in the NBA is um you know Lil Glenn Glenn Robinson the third one uh he's from that way uh he's he's the only other one but yeah we actually had a lot of talent though a lot of ball players but I get the best of both worlds you know so yeah I'm good growing up Indiana always had like I hated playing the AAU teams from Indiana because they were always so good like they just had hoopers. Oh yeah, you learn you learn how to play. Yeah, it ain't as you no know, uh all right you just go out there run and jump you know you gonna know how to shoot you gonna know how to set a screen. I tell people this all the time. Man. I think we got some of the best basketball. Uh, you know, just Chicago? being from that area. Oh, yeah, that area? they're both, both because um, man, you go to the gym in the summertime, and it'd be about eight guys playing. You'd be like, "Where they play?" They're like, man, about three or four. I'm like, they ain't in the NBA. You know, they just know how to play. You know, just pick and roll, know how to set, know where to pop. You'd be like, "Dang, what they, what they at? Why they ain't make it um to the league?" So, you know, that's sort of talent level right there. It's crazy. Yeah, we had Jalil, we had Ja on the, the podcast the other week, and he was talking mm -hmm. about that. And, we, and then we started like naming some of like the mm -hmm. Chicago Hoopers, and we were like, "Yo, obviously, like I said, there, like wherever you from, you want right. to be like, oh, we got the best Hoopers." Right, right. But like, I think it's probably it's probably like like L.A. and Chicago. Mm -hmm. They they it's like close, like it's like one A, one B, because the, all the Hoopers that 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 they got it, and right. all the Hoopers Chicago got in that area is. It's crazy. Yeah, you come back in the summertime, hoop. Oh man, it's crazy. It's yeah. so much talent. You'd be like, man, it's, it's crazy. You won't even believe it. Even some guys hooping overseas would be so good. You'd be like, who? Give you probably like, you gotta bring your game. If not, they bust you up. <laughs> Talking <laughs> trash to you too. 
Yeah, I see. I saw your ear. I saw your ESPN, but you ain't ready for me. So yeah, you got to be ready. At all all the dudes, the dudes from Chicago, though, are like, like you said, they're just hoopers. Like you roll out, you roll the ball out, and they'll go get a bucket. But like when we would play the teams from Indiana, like they would just break you down in terms of like the sets. Like it's true basketball country. Like they learn it. Oh my god, they learn the science of it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, it's crazy because um, my brother actually lives in Indianapolis, Indiana. He got a son that's in second, wait, second grade, and they doing defensive slide drills in second grade. That high school <laughs> coach from their area doing defensive slide drills, fundamentals. You know, they can't dribble more than three times. They shot fake pass like at an early age. So it, yeah, it's crazy. I used to hate like. Growing up, I always hated playing against like teams from like the Midwest, yeah, like the Indiana Elite. Uh, just yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah like any team. Because they um, they were like like one because obviously they were good, but like they were just like so disciplined, disciplined, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like fundamental. Especially the white, the bro, white they were boys, all like six what? eight white oh, they were, man. oh my god, bro! Like Everybody they, can shoot, dribble, they were, like and they man, were always like so, they were so nice, bro. And like right. I love. I loved hooping, loved being competitive, loved doing that, but I never hated any team more growing up than playing like Midwest, like all white teams, just because I know like going there, I'm like, all right, they're going to be fundamental <laughs> as hell. Man. They're going to do everything mm-hmm. right. And like Perfect. nine times out of 10, you're going to lose, bro. What? Like it's Man. like, <laughs> it's they're making not... all the free throws. Yeah, and yeah. You can't follow Perfect if, play. If they're up by like time. five at the end of the game and you try to do the free throw line, like foul, foul game. They're like, making all of them. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because they're going to they gonna knock it down. So like those are the teams I literally hated. And they the always most. play zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're going to make you, know, you think could, for sure. Yeah, they could, couldn't they guard you, play man. One on one. Nah. Nah, they couldn't do the one on one, but they nah, play zone. And then make you think about you it. You start getting nervous. Oh, yeah, nah. There was, there was nothing you can do about that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Tuan, who were, uh, who were some of the other dudes that you grew up like hooping with or against? Um, some of the other dudes um, that you know, um, one of my boy, um, best um, buddies from college, Robbie Hummel. Uh, he from Indiana. Was he the uh, one that had the the knee injury? Unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. He was mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. He was super nice. It's crazy because um, he he from Indiana, but he probably where he from is probably like thirty minutes away from me, and like deeper into Indiana. And um, his his school was one of the teams that was like want to play. Like man, they got <laughs> three or four, six, eight white boys can shoot, do a little bit of everything that you're talking about. That was tough. Um, but some other guys from the area. Um, you guys probably know um, him, and then Eric Gordon. Of course, he's from Indiana. Same year, uh, we, we had some nice battles. And then um, you know, we go on the Illinois side. Uh, had Derek Rose. Of course, he was he was very tough. You know, so we all like in that little little radius, which probably is like a, only like a thirty minute, thirty five minute radius. You know, we had all those players, and we was, we would battle it out all the time. Were you in that that high school class with like OJ Mayo and them? Was that the, oh, like, yeah, 07? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was crazy, man. Our AU tournaments would be packed. That, They're that going crazy. There were so many players. Yeah, it was crazy because I was crazy. I went back and looked, and probably out of the 100 guys, probably about 65 of the guys played in the NBA. Like, it was unreal. 65? Yeah, like guys you like Jeff Teague. Guys like Jeff Teague is in our class, and Jeff Teague was probably ranked like 60-something, and now he's a starting point guard, you know? Was that, that yeah, was 07? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, 07. Yeah, bro, 07 yeah. is absurd. Yeah, we Kevin Love, now. Eric Gordon, OJ, OJ Mayo. Beasy. Kyle Singler, remember how I nice he was? I hated Kyle Singler. Beasy. Yeah, my man Beasy. Beasy, Nolan Smith. Uh, Derek Patrick Rose, Patterson. Patrick Patterson. Bro, Bill Walker Costa was Kufis so good. Costa was there? Costa Kufis, yeah. Corey Fisher. Bill Walker was nasty, too. Blake Griffin. Corey Stokes, Blake Griffin. Etuan yeah. <laughs> Moore, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, man, 20, 20. Yeah, hey, like, you yeah. ahead of James Harden. I see yeah, you, boy. DeAndre. James Harden, 21. Dang, Johnny, Johnny Flynn. Flynn. Man, our, our class was Jared crazy. Bayless. Right. Hey, you tournaments. Yeah, Jared, Jared Bayless was there. Yep, Juan you right. Blair. Yo, y'all, had, like, yo, this might be. It was crazy. Oh, Austin yeah, Freeman, too. Of, like, look, you got yep. people like him. My boy Jawan, I played Johnson. with in college. He made it to the league. Chandler, he was my center. Chandler Parsons, he made it to the league. Evan Turner is Evan there. Turner, James Johnson. Patrick Patterson. Malcolm Delaney, he was a problem yeah, at my, VTech. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yo, y'all really had That's like. That's crazy. 
Jeff Teague. Remember Nicolaitis? Yeah, Nicolaitis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he's in the league. That's why I said like 65 out of top. Yeah, bro, yeah. Probably playing play the NBA at some point. You you don't see he that. He could pull in with a problem what? at, at, at K-State. K-State. Oh, man. man. He's, a, oh, he's another guy from the uh, Chicago area, too. Are you from there? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, that's... Man, that's way better than our 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 thirteen year. Ours, ours was weak. Weak. Oh yeah, no, nah, ours was ours crazy. Was so, yeah, ours was But wild. it's crazy. Probably like, let me see. We, I'm looking at the top twenty. Let's say the top twenty guys. Probably at least half of them could have went straight out of high school. Not as a matter of fact, I ain't even gonna say straight out of high school. They could have went after junior year. Like guys like Kevin Love, Eric Gordon, Mayo, D Rose, Mike Beasley. Mike Beasley. <laughs> like them five right there could have went. Out of junior year of high school when they seventeen. Um, yo, Chris Chris Wright was in this class too. Yeah, Chris oh, yeah, Wright yeah. and also mm-hmm. Freeman both of them. Yo, Chris Wright was one of the best high school players I've ever seen in my life. Oh, he was a problem. He scored like oh, three thousand oh, yeah. points, bro. Oh, he from the area. He went to St. John's. Ooh, I we. think he did. It was beating. He went to uh, thought Georgetown. Yeah, but uh, St. John's High School. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Ooh, he was nice. Man, Man I remember playing against him. How many points like, did he uh, he score in high he school? Scored, I think he scored close to three thousand. I remember they had a he was like six feet maybe, and they had a um, a seven footer on the team, and, and Chris would do the jump ball. Man, he's athletic, could shoot, strong. Yeah, I definitely remember having some battles against him for sure. Yeah, he had twenty. Uh, he ended up with twenty five hundred. Well, almost. Uh, nah, basically twenty six hundred. You know who on this list might might have been the the most prolific bucket in high school. Who? John Diebler. Oh, he averaged like 38 or something Who's in high John school. Diebler? He went to Ohio, Ohio State. State. White oh. boy. He averaged like 38 or something in high crazy. school, right? Like yeah. something crazy. He had a wet crazy. ball. Y'all had, yeah, that 07 mob is nasty. James Johnson. Yeah, this is wild. I've never seen anything like this. James Johnson was on that too? Yep. Yeah, James Johnson. He like, dang, he like 50 or something, but he For was real? not, yeah. And he only yeah, went like one had, or two years. Oh, yeah, James Johnson, 50. It was crazy because when I was in college and a lot of these guys were one and done or two mm-hmm. and done, and I stayed for four years. So once I started seeing some of these guys go, I'm like, hold on, I think I'm just as good. So it kind of gave me confidence, you know, at the same time from the times I remember playing against them and, you know what I'm saying, having battles against them. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can go to the NBA myself. So uh, it was pretty cool, what, you know. It was motivating to see, what, see those guys it, go. Was it ever like, I say this because I, I was in the same boat because I was a four-year guy. Was ever like frustrated when you saw, you know, like some guys go. And you don't have to like because you know, we're not haters, but like we right. see like some yeah, people. We'll be, yeah, we're competitive. We're like, yeah, right. I'm better than this dude, and then you right. see him like be drafted. Right. You know, after like, their some, sophomore year, you know, right. like you know, a lot of you're like a top twenty pick. Yeah, you know, was it ever like frustrated when you're like, man, I'm be- I know I'm better than this dude. Like I don't like I should be I I should have put my name in. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I think probably probably like my junior year, cause before that, honestly, I wasn't even thinking of the NBA. Probably to like my junior year, mm-hmm. and I was playing. I started seeing some of the guys get drafted. I'm like, hold on, I think I'm better than him. And I'm like, hold on, I just I just gave him thirty. Hold on, <laughs> and, and locked him up. So I'm like, hold on, something ain't right. So you no, know, it just gave me that confidence. And when the summer, uh, going into the summer, you know, it just made me want to work hard. So it was it was motivating for me. So um, you know, every time I see somebody else do well that I played against, I'm like. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess kind of backtracking a little bit, talk about uh your your decision to go to, to Purdue and kind of stay uh you know, some you know, kinda of close to home. So right, just kinda right. talk about like, you know, what was you know, were there any other schools in play at that point and just kinda of like your process of picking them? Yeah, um, you know, me picking Purdue, um, you no, know, it was it really wasn't that tough of a decision. Uh, it's crazy because growing up, you know, I grew up in Chicago, like I said, um, you know, rough, you know, um, projects, neighborhood, you know. So growing up, I ain't had cable. Growing up, uh, I, I had, well, I probably had, I had in high school, I got cable, yeah. you know, but like, what, like my last two years of high school or something like that. So I, only college games come on TV would be Illinois and Purdue. Those are two teams that was closest okay. to me. So they come on a regular so TV channel, uh-huh. you know. So I, I kind of grew up watching them, you know. Uh, you know, so I always been big fans. And, uh, when it came time for me to choose, um, you know, I had I went in. We was like a top five recruiting class. Other guys I went in with, um, you know, I was I was pretty cool with them. You know, Jawan, Robbie, and another guy named Scott Martin. Also, 
um, you know, I, I played AAU uh, with those guys, and you know, they had a good friendship. So we all wanted to go to the same school, you know, and Purdue was recruiting us. So you know, I thought that was major. You know, then Coach Painter, you know, he's a great coach. I think he, man, one of them. He's still there now, right? Yeah, he's still there he's now. Such yeah, I a think good he's coach. One of the best coaches in NCAA. I mean, every Purdue is just one of those teams that they're there every year. Right, right, yeah, every year he he gets the best out of um out of his players, you know. Every year, I still got a great relationship with him today, uh, you know. So that was that was a big factor too. So I think those two probably played the most, you know, the coaching and you know the guys I was going to college with. And then it's only what, about an hour fifteen, hour twenty from my home, so you know, my family and friends just come see me play and you know come hang out and stuff. So that was that was pretty big. Uh, whenever you whenever you talk to Coach Parent, tell him I gave him a, an L at, at they. <laughs> That's how I talk to him. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna let him know. Yeah, I think that was my. That was my I think it was my senior year. All right, all right. I'm gonna let him know. He's gonna be oh, like, "Hey, Josh game. Hart, man, he gave that us problems." Because yeah. Caleb Swanigan was there. Oh yeah, well. big yeah. the big white boy Isaac Seven Haas. two. Oh yeah. yeah. I got him in foul trouble big. too. I put that big show on. Say <laughs> put up. He got like two early fouls. Go sit down, big fella. Yeah. But it was lucky because like the first one was a foul the second one right. probably wasn't a foul but they called right. it so i was happy so this game um, was at purdue right yeah it was at purdue so how was, was that crazy. how, how oh, was the atmosphere it was wild it was yeah i think one of the toughest places to play yeah. ever it's like going inside a, a basement in a dungeon and playing yeah. the game because like it you got to like, walk down and inside like, of the, tell, like, of the know, arena that was probably like one of the areas like well, y'all got a game, everything kind of shuts down. It's like, yo, Purdue's playing, like, you're either at the game or you're watching the game. Yeah, it was crazy. So, luckily, it was a, for us, it was a close game. Who, who was it? The dude, Carson Edwards. Carson that's, Edwards. Oh, yeah, yep. he was there. He had Vince, like a, Vince Edwards, he too. A, yeah, Vince Edwards. Mm -hmm. there. He, Carson Edwards hit, like, a buzzer beater three from, like, half court to go into, like, halftime. And we were like, man, what the heck? <laughs> and then, but luckily, we were able to get the dub over there. But, no, nah, it was a... It was a wild environment. When was but that? It was probably one of them. What year was that? I think, senior year? I think it was my senior year. Yeah, yeah, that was your last year. I remember that. Yeah. That was your last year. It was, it was, yep. it was lit. Was it was crazy, too, because sure. you and um, you and Biggie were, like, the two front runners for uh, the Naismith and the Wooden Awards. So it was, like, one of those really hyped yep. up games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, nah, it was sweet. But, yeah, man, Purdue, Purdue was a lot of fun, though. I had a lot of great memories. Um, man, I chose the right school for sure. Twan, you guys, you guys had one of the better recruiting classes that year, right? I think it was like top five. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a top five recruiting class. Um, three out of four guys made it to the NBA. Other guy, he ended up transferring. If he would have stayed, he would have made it to the NBA too, Scott Martin. But, uh, yeah, we had a great year. I think we would have won a championship with my boy Rob. He kept getting hurt. Yeah. He got hurt like yeah. really like two, three years in a row. So, um, But if he was healthy, we would have won a national championship. But it was fun. It was so much fun, you know what I'm saying? Our teams are so um so good. It's crazy, man. Just was it just a a week ago, I ended up buying an NCAA um 2010, the college basketball game, bro. Oh uh, yeah. I, oh yeah, I went I, yeah, I went on Amazon and got the old game. I like, man, I gotta I gotta remember them days. Playing and then so I'm I'm tripping. I'm so I'm so trippy. I had a PS4, I'm like, hold on, I'm gonna play the game. I'm tripping. <laughs> I just bought the game without even Thinking. Uh, so, then I, so then I went to the uh, game store and I had to go buy an old PS3 and controllers and all that to um, play the game. So last week I played it. <laughs> and man, I was I was getting I was getting busy. Was getting on that. Yeah, I was getting I was getting busy. I wish they had I wish they, they kept that when I was there. Oh, uh, for y'all saying yeah, that'd have been that'd have been sweet, sick. huh? Twenty so sick. They need to keep doing it. Who were some of the uh some of like the the Big Ten rivalries that, that were uh like some of the craziest games for you guys? In college? Yeah. Like, who are your biggest Big uh, Ten rivals? Big Ten? Oh, man. Um, our rivalry Indiana, but, you know, we we beat them probably like four years in a <laughs> row, so it wasn't too much of a rivalry. They got to win we for was busting them up. Yeah, we was busting them up. Uh, but other good teams, Michigan State was good. That's when they went to the Final Four like five oh, yeah. years in a row. Yeah, they, they was good, you know. Um, Illinois is pretty good. Uh, Wisconsin too. You talk about Midwest <laughs> white boys. that's going man play hard, not make a mistake every time. Yeah, those probably like those probably like the, uh, our toughest teams. But yeah, but they, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of talent for sure, though. Definitely a lot of talent. Wisconsin and my oh Ohio State. Career. If we go Ohio State, Ohio Evan State. Turner, Et here went. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, his I mean, joint. Yeah, he yeah, went they were crazy. Like two of the country at one point. Yeah, was, he was crazy. averaging like some crazy like twenty four. 10 and like eight rebounds a game. So I had a point guard. 
six seven point guard in college. Yeah, yeah, he he was, he, he was he, nice. He was tweeting at me earlier this year talking shit. <laughs> they, they the Ohio State played Villanova, bro. They whooped our ass, bro. It was so bad. Yeah. I think they ended up only winning by like twenty. Bro, they had to be up by like forty at one point, yeah. bro. Like 35, 40. It was, it was bad. I was like, I forgot what I said. I was like, yo, um, what did I say? I was like, dang, they haven't been good since Greg Oden was there. I said right. something like that. That he that he like tweeted back at me and we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, he was going a little bit. I was like, man, just just let me just like just draw my sorrows out on Twitter, man. Like they be getting our ass whooped, bro. Y'all got it. So you got a so I can't argue right now. Yeah, nah, but um. The, it's kind of reflecting your time because obviously, you know, but like what we said before, we got on, you know, podcast. Matt was talking about like you were like the third player in Big Big Ten history to get two thousand points, you know, mm-hmm. five hundred rebounds, four, you know, four hundred assists. So it's yep. not like you were, you know, a lot of times in college, it's just like oh, just go get buckets. But you right, were, right. you know, you showed that you were like an all around player. You know, you could do everything on the court. You could do, you know, yep. you could play, make, you could rebound, you could push the ball, you know, defend, score right, with right. the best of them. So just kind of, you know, just reflecting your time there and how that kind of help you, you know, kind of, you know, be the player you, you know, right. you were in the league right. or you are in the league. So I'd say like growing up, um, it was crazy. So I grew, I grew up um, always one of the tallest, mm-hmm. one of the tallest um, guys like in my class. And you know, being the tallest, you know, they automatically expect you to play the post. But yeah. I was basically like a point center. <laughs> I'm bringing it up every time, handling, making plays. I never played in the post. I guard the biggest guy, but I'm always on the wing. Um, and I, it says I like to be a point center, Fact. point center, <laughs> coming down shooting threes. And then I used to like, yeah, and then I used to like Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady is one of my favorite players. And I just one thing I always noticed about him, like, man, he do a little bit of everything. He's six eight, but he handling, he's shooting, he crossing over, you know what I'm saying? He he'll, he'll post you up if you have to, fading away. So he's played the point. He's played like a point forward. So um growing up, I always was like, man, I don't want no major weakness. I want to be able to do a little bit of everything. So I always um implicated that when I was working out and on my game. Uh even when I was in growing up young, you know what I'm saying? I'm middle school, high school. No, and that just carried with me on the college. I'm like, no, I never want to be a guy that just wanted to just, just do one thing. And, uh, you know, I always try to work on all facets of the game, just shooting, making plays, and um, just just anything to win. Because I'm like, man, if a guy cut me off from doing this one move, damn, what I'm going to do next? If I can't get to the hole, I mean, I got to be able to shoot. And like, okay, if I can't shoot, I got to be able to get to the rack or do something. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I always got, no matter what, I always got something to go to. Yeah, you know? It'd be so funny because, like, me and Twan be doing our, like, player development together and all that. So, we'll be driving, like, throwing passes. And, like, Twan be, like, throwing some random shit sometimes. Like, <laughs> he'll grab the jump from his hip, like, throw it, like, just throw it behind or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking, like, oh, man, like what is Twan doing? But then I saw, like, a clip. And he made the same exact pass in the game. <laughs> I was like, no, I never thought I was going to see, like, him actually do this in the game. And he does it all the time. I'm just like, yo. I was like, well, I mean, hey, right. it makes sense. But it was, <laughs> during the play, I was like, yo, there's no way he's throwing it in the game. Uh, that's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that's one of those things, man. I'm one of them people that I don't know. I tell a person, I'm like, man, like I'm working out in the summertime, like, hey, don't, don't, don't show me nothing new. If you show me, I'm gonna use it. Now yeah. I'm gonna use everything that I do, you know. So now it's just fun. That's you know, that's um, what made the game fun for me. That's what made me want to play basketball, actually. Um, you know, just being able to do a little bit of everything and have fun with it. Uh, you know, if you ain't, if it ain't if you ain't having fun doing it, then I, it's in any profession, then I think you shouldn't be doing it. You know, so you know, I always made the workouts like fun. You know, trying different stuff and yeah. you know, taking that and carrying that to the game. Yeah, especially from like an early age too. When you when you when you have to do a lot of things, I feel like that helps you down the line. Because Josh, I remember in high school, like you you hated that shit, but like you'd have to play the four sometimes. <laughs> Like you, the yeah. coach would put you at the four. And you'd Strong, be like, man. He a four man now. But no, but now, bro, like, I think it helped. <laughs> oh, it helped. Like, it, it was did. so because, mm-hmm. like, I did it in high school. And then, um, you know, there was times I did it in college. There were some games in college where I was, the, you know, I had to play the five. Mm-hmm. I just random times I'd be the center. Um, so I did that. But, like, you know, and I was always thinking, I'm like, yo, man, I ain't never doing. Like, I'm not doing this in the league. Like, I'm a, like, I'm a shooting guard. Like, you know, I'm, gonna go, my like, I'm not gonna have to worry little, about little that. Exactly. You know. right, like, right. And then <laughs> I got, and then I got to LA, and then it was like that kind of, um, uh, 
you know, four guard style just like made its way to to the league. Now it's about you know just being versatile. It's not right, about right, like versatile. you know the position. You know, it's positionless basketball now. And like there was times like there was a clip last year. Like I little I think I was it against Denver. I don't know, but I was with the Lakers at the time. I went set up. Set a screen, rolled, got the roll, finished right, the right. layup. Like, bro, I was just saying, I'm like, bro, I'm really over here, like, picking and rolling, <laughs> doing pick and pops. A little like, bit of everything. Yeah, doing everything. Now, you know, guarding, you know, every time I'm be like, supposed to be guarding Blake Griffin and, right. or like, you know, the other day, you know, you Eric Gordon, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. And, yeah. yeah. But now so it's like, you have those big guys, but then, like, then it's like, oh, also, like, go guard CJ McCollum. Right. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like that weird positionless basketball that like you did, but you know, doing it in high school and college mm-hmm. and all that, it helps. It preps you. You, it don't preps even, you. you ain't even know it. You for the preps you back then. You're like, hold on, man. You know, big man. You be mad at you know, it, nobody yeah. never want to be a big man. Everybody want to be a guard. Yeah. Even six ten guys. I ain't no big man. I can shoot threes. But you little that you know that it was prep you for something, you know what I'm saying? Later down the line. And Josh so strong, man. Let me tell you. I really figured out how strong we were. We playing in the summertime. I hit like three bucks in a row, a little floater, three, probably a little pull-up or something. Josh said, oh, no, I got to guard you. No, no, okay. I, I see you getting busy. I see you can score. I'm coming off a pen down. He done rolled me through the pen down. We had Jaleel or somebody setting the screen, ran him over, got through there. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah you said you're a strong dude. <laughs> one of the few t- like, I don't, I'm not going to say one of the few times in the summer, but like, there was times in the summer, like, I'll be kind of chilling. But then and like he like nah I gotta yeah, pick it up. Like, <laughs> it was like at that point it was like towards like the end of like the little like the pickup game we were playing it was like all right I gotta like I gotta try to get it you know you know get play defense try to lock down that but um remember uh, nah, yeah. David David West said that you made him retire <laughs> yeah when he re- when he realized it was like it was like one game he tried to post me up he was right, like right. two or three times in the game. And like, like he put, you know, you know, like they put their shoulder. Right, right. He tried, he trying his I, best. And I huh? just, I like really just didn't move. Stood your ground. Yeah. And, and he then like, he, you know, he like missed like two jump hooks. And then like he, he like, I'm not sure when he said it, but he was like, yeah, he was like that, like that mo. He didn't even say it. he was like that mofo. <laughs> like uh, I knew I had to retire. I couldn't like score that mo. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, like, like yeah, I try, yeah. I try to promise. Like there was a couple times like. I, I gotta stop, you know, when like D Cousins, I gotta stop with him in the post before. Right. I like AD or like mid post, I was able to like, you Hold know, when, yeah, right, when right. I was in LA last year and he was in New Orleans. Like, there was a couple of joints, so I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, I hate it. Like, I hate playing big. Right. But like, if if I have to guard a big, like, I, I, I like it because, you know, they usually think, oh, oh, they just shit, yeah, oh it's sweet. Yeah. Like, it's sweet down here. Like, if, and like people try that to bring post all up, your like, pride out, you yeah, have like, Oh no, nah, like, like it, hold it, on, it ain't uh-huh. nothing. Cause you know, cause you know, cause especially if we play small, mm-hmm. a, and say like, like like when we played Detroit, like the couple weeks ago, right, right. They posted Blake Griffin like the end of the end of the half, mm-hmm. and, I, and I remember, I remember like someone tra- you know was like, oh, f- feed Blake. And it was by that. your bench. Uh-huh. I remember that. And uh, I and uh, you by the bench, you know, people on the bench right, were talking right. shit. Like, oh, mouse in the house. Like, oh, don't right, play yeah, with yeah. your food. I was like, oh, no, I got. <laughs> they think I it's got, sweet, huh? Yeah, so, I got pride. So like, he, he I like took his first bump. Mm-hmm. I kind of like was able to knock the ball away. Shot an air ball. Yeah, he shot like an air ball, like fade away, kind of like as, as time expired. All right, all right. But but it's like you know, like if you don't do that, and like if he got a bucket on that play, you knew like right whenever I got in back into the game, and I guarded him. They gonna try him, to come right back say, at you. Yeah, so it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. you gotta, stop you gotta that let him know uh-huh. from the beginning because if you don't, bro, like. Especially in a post or yeah. in an ISO game, if you can't right. get that first one or two stops or at least be physical, like they just gonna go at you over and over and over until until either coach takes you out or you in foul trouble. So yeah, you got the pride with that one. And that's crazy. When I my so my first um like my first couple years in the league, the whole game was like that. Mm-hmm. So imagine when the scores was 89, 85, yeah. instead of now 110 or 105. The whole game was yeah. mismatched basketball. It's the whole time. So every time you gotta fight somebody in the post, mm-hmm. like hold up, they trying to you know what I'm saying, <laughs> bully you the whole time. So it's crazy to see how far the game came since then. Kind of let's talk about your your drive day experience, and because I, you know, we 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 always talk about right. this whenever when we have because we've had guys, you know, like Ja was third, you know, the third, third pick, yeah. Um, crazy. You know, like Donovan was like twelfth or uh-huh. whatever he was. And then we had 
Um, I don't know. We have other guy like Todd Gurley on the football side of it, you know, right, with like right. a like a first round pick and all that. So we had like guys with first round picks. And we have guys, you know, it's like second round. It's like, right, you know, right. oh, yeah. did you know you were going to get drafted or right. stuff? Like, did you know Jalen Brunson and all that? So it's like, kind of talk about your thought process because obviously you went, right, you know, right. second round, fifty fifth pick. Right. Why you, you know, one of the reasons why you were fifty five. Right, for sure. Um, so Represent. we kind of just talk about that process. Yeah. So, um, man, my draft day was long. <laughs> fifty five at the end. Um, you know, so first, I knew I was gonna get drafted. Um, you know, I was confident. Uh, had some good workouts. You know, good uh, responses from teams. So I'm thinking I'm probably going like early second round. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly maybe, you know, mid second round at the most. But I never thought it would be like the end of the second round. Um, you know, one of the things that was just like, which is crazy, worked out for me. They was like, damn, we ain't know what position you were. Cause I played mostly shooting guard in college, mm-hmm. but I always handled and stuff too. So they're like, "Oh, we don't know if you're a point guard, but you might not be big enough to play shooting guard." But it's crazy now because the team's basically playing three point guards on the floor. So yep. end up working out for me now in the long uh, in the long run. But uh, no, so I got so I'm watching the draft the whole time. I got a draft party. Got my whole family there, guys. You know, I'm back in my neighborhood, East Chicago. You know, um, at a little hall. You know, I got some of my neighborhood friends. You know. They drinking, partying, and like uh, one of my agents, he there doing the whole draft process. He get nervous. He sweating uh-huh. bullets. You know, I got people, you know, I'm, you know, I'm from the neighborhood, you know, so they coming up to him. Hey, Mr. Agent, man, ain't he supposed to get drafted? Hold on. It, it went past 32 now. Hold up. Yeah. Now what he, he feeling What's nervous. Like, oh, man, these people on my head. I don't, <laughs> I don't want them to try to do nothing to me. I'm not he in my neighborhood, you know, so everybody, you know, they drinking, partying, going crazy. And they like, oh man, it's just going, it's just going. Man, my heart started beating like, oh shoot, hold on. I better get dropped and not have all these people here and not get drafted. Uh-huh. What? You got a party? Think about that feel. You got a full party and don't get drafted. Yeah. You know, so uh when it came time towards the late 50s, you know, of course my agent called me, uh, Boston said they're gonna draft me. Uh it was a big relief. I got that phone. I'm like, Whew, yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Like, man, I got too many people here that's been drinking and <laughs> drunk and wild. Had you man, worked out for them? Tear this place up. Uh, yeah, I did work out with them. It was crazy when I did a workout. I did two workouts in a row. So I worked out once, and there was some guys that was okay. And then they had another workout right after that. I was only supposed to do one workout, and then they kind of liked me. And then I get Nolan Smith came in, and I think they wanted to see me like play yeah, against them mm-hmm. and see how I matched up against him. And then I did the second workout two in a row. I mean, people don't even do two workouts in a row. Hey, like, yeah, we know you're going to be a little tired, but it's okay. Push through it. I'm like, all right, yeah, hey, just try to get drafted. I'll do anything. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know, so I ended up working out um, against them. And then I, I mean, so I did my thing, did good, whatever. So um, they took a liking, and I guess it worked out. I feel like I heard that from a conditioning perspective, Boston's workouts are notoriously hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely make you move and run. They want to um, test your toughness for sure. You definitely can't be soft going in there. And you do a conditioning test. They make you do yep. a three-minute run. Three you got to get like a certain amount of touches. Maybe like 26, 27 in three minutes after the long workout, you know. So they want to see if you're going to give up. You know what I'm saying? They want to see how um, you see your will. So, like you said, I got drafted 55. So I won number 55. I know just a little motivation. Remember that draft night? Like, remember you was waiting here all night? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, just a little motivation for me. And, you know what I'm saying? Help me out, you know what I'm saying, right now. That's dope. I always wonder why you wore 55 because you're like a guard. That's kind of like a center number. Yeah. Now I know. But then I, I almost didn't have no choices in Boston. <laughs> All the numbers retired. Right. So when they when they um, gave me the numbers, it was like, um, it was like seven. No, it was like what? 15 to 20. And then it was like 35 and higher, something like that. I'm like, hold on. I ain't what, six, no, 16 to 17. I had no reason to. <laughs> And then I'm just I'm like, all right, 55, like it fit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If not, I couldn't wear no like 37 uh, huh. odd number, number 42. So nah, uh you better look so trash. 55, man. So and then, uh, people always wonder why you were a big man number. <laughs> <laughs> you uh your first year in the league was the was the lockout, right? Yeah, yep. So first year you, in the I, was the I saw you you signed a contract with the team in Italy, but you had like an opt-out clause, right? So you can go back to the NBA at any point. Yep. Uh huh. So um, yeah. That, that, but that was pretty sweet though, cause you know, um, coming out of college, you know, I, I probably had a couple hundred dollars in my bank account. Yeah. Like, man, I can't wait for you know, <laughs> have a season. I gotta make some money somewhere. I'd have been broke. I like hold up. I don't want to borrow no money from nobody. Then you gotta own. I'm like, nah, nah. I don't. I don't like owing people. 
So the, um, the overseas setup is like tax free. They pay for car or housing, all that stuff. Yep, car, housing, everything, man. Meals. They take care of you. No, yeah, yep. You ain't got to pay the taxes on it. So man, it, it was That's pretty crazy. cool. Yep, I went, played in Italy to um, play with Jeff Adrian and uh, Brian Scalabrini's on my team. You know, two guys that was in the NBA mm -hmm. already. So you know what I'm saying they helped me out, uh, gave me a lot of advice. So by the time I came back to Boston, I, I was I felt I was ready for the league. I basically had like personal coaches there. Yeah. Brian Scalabrini was like my coach every day, like telling me how to play a pick and roll and you know talking me through the um, through the process. So that was pretty sweet. And then I came back, our first game coming back in the NBA on Christmas night on TV, and we played in the Garden against New York when Melo was there. Oh, that's a lit first crazy. game. That's a lit man. First that was game. sweet first game. Crazy on Christmas in the Garden. Crazy. Even though Melo gave us like thirty eight. Nasty 38 <laughs> For real? What? Man, I was like, man, he the best scorer ever. Man, give nasty throw. How, however you want it. Pull up, trade, post, mid-range, get to the hole. It was it was it was crazy. Yeah, people forget how yeah, nice so that was, was. So that was pretty sweet right there. For sure. It's looking good now. Yeah, facts. He, he, <laughs> he's definitely looking good now. Um uh, we, you know, we we know you got. We're gonna have to cut this a little short because you're gonna have to pick up the, you know, your little one soon. Um, but just kind of, kind of winding it down. Obviously, you know, you, you were in Boston, um, Orlando, Chicago. Obviously, now in New Orleans. Yep. Just kind of talk about, you know, you know your, you know your career so far. Like, right. You know, just kind of, uh, you know what you learned. Um, you know what you're looking forward to. Uh, you know during that whole process. And and what it meant for you to go back home and play in Chicago. Oh yeah. So it's crazy. I just tell you, uh, man, even starting off, like you said, um, after I got drafted, my agent, like, yeah, man, you have a long seven, eight year career. You know, it's going to be cool. It'll be sweet. I'm like, seven, eight years? I'm like, what? Yeah, that's sweet. I, I definitely <laughs> can do seven, eight years. So it's crazy for me now to be on my ninth year. You know what I'm saying? Accounting still going. He's only expecting eight years, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, I feel like everything I accomplished so far, you know, definitely been a plus. And, uh, for me, I feel like I overachieved, you know. Uh, I definitely passed all the hurdles and, you know, all the expectations for uh, for me, you know. So I just want to keep going, you know. So, you know, I'm definitely proud and excited about the career that I had. Um, you know, definitely take nothing back. You know, even through the rough times, sometimes, you know, didn't play and all that, you know. But I, I always take everything as lessons, you know. Um, you know, I listen to Kevin Gates' song. He's like, we don't do no complaining. You're like we we gangsters, we don't do no complaining, you know. So that hit me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're right, hey, don't complain, keep going. You know what I'm saying we blessed, um, you know. But it's been cool, you know. Get a chance to go back playing Chicago was pretty sweet. Like I said, I know growing up watching the Bulls and Jordan, then man, we go play there, uh, you know, it was crazy. You know, all my friends and family, they was uh, every game, you know, they going crazy, they seeing everything, um, you know. So that was, so that was pretty cool. Um, 55th too, I tell you, man, I'm the coldest 55th pick, man. I'd let throw, throw it out there. I, I think I might score the most points in the most minutes for the 55th pick. Just for the uh, number 55. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I gotta get, you know what I'm saying? You gotta make you gotta try to make your own, gotta make your own uh, try to make your own history. <laughs> yes, sir. When we were I'm about, uh, I'm about, to, I'm about to look at some uh, of these 55th guys. <laughs> When we had a uh, when we had Ja on the podcast, he was just talking a lot about like Chicago and um, just like D Rose and um, never really thought Patty about like Mills. Patty Mills. Patty Mills was fifty fifth. Yeah, Patty Mills fifty fifth. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This all the way to ninety five. Yeah, Patty Mills. Only else the coldest fifty fifth pick, man. Hey. Yeah, you definitely this you <laughs> from like ninety five to like I was you know, I was saying until like last year because obviously you know someone was picked last year. He's in the league, but um, yeah, y'all the only ones, only fifty fifth pick popping out there, man. Yeah, That's man. Hey, five, man. Five. Hey, hey, man, you gotta write. Hey, you gotta make your own. You gotta try to write your own history, man. But yeah, no, nah, man, it's been an exciting um journey for me. You know, I've been in every every role. You know, well, besides all star something, but you know. Definitely been starting, been on the bench, coming off the bench. Um, you know, um, just the lessons, you know, the young guys, you know, I just tell them stay steady, man, uh, no matter what. Um, always stay ready whenever your number call. I say, man, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my motto. So, um, you know, and just embrace every journey. You know, everybody's journey going to be different. You know, sometimes you look at other guys, you're like, man, he's doing this. Well, I can do that too. Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? 
but you always got to look at yourself in the mirror, you know, and appreciate whatever journey you have. And, um, you know, it's definitely been a great one. It's still going, you know, uh, ninth, ninth year, but, you know, I still got a lot of years left, you know, so I'm excited about that. Dope. Um, so cool. Let's kind of get into this lighthearted 10. So lighthearted 10 is kind of 10 rapid fire questions at the end of it that we do at the end of every episode. All right, cool. Um, just kind of. See, get to know Etwan more right. a little bit better. <laughs> All right. So, Maddie, I'm I think I'll start it off with saying, what's your biggest pet peeve? When somebody wake me up, I don't let nobody break my sleep. <laughs> I be, the man. You told her? She break my sleep when, all Yeah, the when time. I'm sleep, it's always calculated. I'm always, okay, I got eight hours of sleep. You know, so, I'm always calculating. Facts. You know, every time I rest, okay, do I got to be up at this time? So, somebody break it and wake it up, you know, I be... You know, I'd be a little shitty, so I <laughs> I don't really like that, but that's probably my biggest pet peeve. What's your biggest fear? Biggest fear? Oh, man, it's crazy. I was just talking to Drew the other day. Man, we in the elevator, and they jumping in the elevator. I was like, oh, man, please oh, yeah. stop. <laughs> and we had to go to the 60th floor. I was like, oh, man, in a glass elevator? <laughs> I think one of them getting stuck in the elevator, one of them. I said, it's not a lot of things I'm, I'm scared of, but getting stuck in the elevator might be one of them. Yeah, that's up there for sure. What's your favorite cartoon growing up? Uh, favorite cartoon growing up, um, probably just um, Bugs Bunny, uh, Looney Tunes. Anything that was on Looney Tunes, I used to watch growing up. Like I told you, I had to, whatever came on basic cable, you know. So I ain't had, um, I mean, not even basic cable. Whatever came on regular TV, I ain't even had cable, you know. So Looney Tunes, that was probably uh, one of my one of my favorites for sure. Childhood celebrity crush. Ooh, childhood celebrity crush. I used to like Alicia Keys. Oh. Man, I used to think she was so fine with the little braids, you know, playing the piano. But then yeah, it's, it's crazy. I got older and, uh, you know, she was Swiss Beats, you know, she seemed more like a, you know, more mature, more like a cousin, <laughs> auntie now. You know, <laughs> I don't look at that same, but yeah, growing up for sure. Um, what superpower would you want? What superpower would I want? Mm -hmm. Um never to age if i could just stay young oh, forever that, that i think that'd be cool if i could never age if i could stay if i could stay like if i could stay like 23 forever man i think that'd have been cool yeah it's actually really funny you say that one you're the first person on on the podcast to say that but two when we were like scrolling through the rival shit and i and i landed on your picture i was like you know twan actually twan actually looks a, he doesn't look that different from his picture <laughs> I know, man. I get it all the time, man. I, I, I tell people I'm 30. They be thinking I'm like 22. I'm like, nah, I'm grown. I'm like, man, I <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, man, I got Josh, kids. did you see his rival's picture? I'm like, hold up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm literally going to look at it right now. Yeah, man. They, yeah, people all the time, they always think I'm young. Um, Josh, is superpower me or you? I forget. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah y'all look man. <laughs> oh you just asked superpower really you just asked superpower uh, if you could switch lives with anyone for a day who would it be if I could switch lives with anyone for a day um Donald Trump a lot of days I need to get him up out of here <laughs> <laughs> I can switch lives with him tell him uh, go ahead get out the way make some you know what I'm saying good decisions for the country um um yeah, that'd be it. I don't elaborate really too much. Um, <laughs> a lot uh, of y'all know this uh, podcast got a lot of um, DC followers, so I'm saying I don't want to say nothing too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we got you, bro. Um, what profession other than yours would you like to attempt? Uh, what profession other than mine would mm -hmm. I like to attempt? Um, sports, not sports. It don't really matter. Not anything. Um. Uh, probably, you know, growing up, I, I liked football. I was a quarterback growing up. I was pretty good, too. Um, so, I, I don't know. I always wanted to be a football player. So, um, that, that would probably be it. And I could have been, like, next Lamar Jackson or something. <laughs> for who would, uh, who would play you in the Etwan Moore movie? Who would play me? Oh, Denzel, for sure. What? <laughs> the coldest actor, man. The coldest actor out there. Denzel he, definitely out Can he hoop, me. though? Can he hoop? Yeah, he, he, you ain't see his jumping. He got game. He got game. Yeah, yeah you ain't seen him with the with the with the, with the Jays on. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> getting busy with the fro. Yeah, Denzel for sure. Um, what's the title of the current chapter of your life? Um, the title of my current chapter in my life. Um, I don't know. Maybe family above all. 
Uh, probably have to be the chapter, you know. Um, you know, just hanging out uh, with my wife and my daughter. Um, you know, just some, of course, I've been cherished, you know. But you know, especially as my daughter get older, you know, just spending time with her and being away from her, um, you know, it gets tougher every time I leave to go out of town for you know a road game. Uh, you know, so you know, just um, I think being a family man is uh, probably like my greatest achievement right now. No. If heaven exists, what do you want to hear God say when you arrive? Um, well, I want to, ooh, that's a tough one. That's a deep one right there. Okay, <laughs> I see a lighthearted. Hold on. <laughs> Damn, that's that's real deep. I don't know. I just I just hope he's just proud of, you know, everything that I, you know, accomplished, you know, so far. Not even on, like, the basketball court or, you know, in my profession, but, you know, just me as a person. You know, uh, me and Josh talked about earlier about, you know, how we give back for Christmas time and, how I always help others around me a lot. Um, you know, I'm always giving back to my community. You know, in every city I go in, I always try to, you know, go into the community and, you know, help the youth and let them know there's always a brighter way, you know. So, you know, I hope you just, you know, looking down and see that and, you know, I hope you just say I'm proud of you. That's dope. Oh, that's dope. So, um, appreciate you coming on, my my good brother. Like I said, I know you gotta go pick up the little one. Oh, so yeah, I won't man. keep you too much longer. I appreciate nah, y'all having me, man. This is my first podcast, man. So it's hey. history, man. Hey, hey. man. Yes, sir. My first, my go. first part, my first one. So you know, I was excited to come over here. I did a couple push-ups and everything, you know, <laughs> get ready before I came over. You know, did a podcast, you know. So I'm, I'm glad you guys had me. So cool, appreciate it. And I uh, appreciate everyone for listening and definitely stay tuned for more episodes of the Lighthearted Podcast presented by Venmo.